Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to the True Evolution Podcast. I am the Brie Harris, and thank you for tuning in. We have a great show lined up for you today, so sit back or up, because we're diving in. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Season 2. For this season, we're going to have different topics of recovering from series. So all February, everything will be about recovering from So today's topic is going to be recovering from bad relationship, relationships, excuse me. Mm -hmm. And today we actually have a guest on the panel today. And we would like to introduce our first guest, Miss Jamaica Booker, also known as Miss Leanna Perfectly Unique Boutique. Hey, Jamaica, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. How's everyone doing? We're great. We're great. Everything is good. So we appreciate you for being here on the True Evolution Podcast. And we're just going to go ahead and jump in. You guys know every uh episode we always pull a question from our last show and we like to discuss it so the topic on our last show was about bridging the gaps and we got a question from one of our viewers thank you guys for always sending those questions to us but we got a question from one of our viewers and the question that they asked us is why is it so important to bridge age gaps between it says, why, why is it so important to bridge age gaps when we still have race divides in the country? So it's basic, what they're basically asking is, we was talking about bridging age gaps, you know, uh, between older generation, younger generation. Well, they're like, well, why are we focusing on that when we still have race divides that we need to close? And so my, my answer to that question is this. Whenever you have age divides, you still are going to have some sort of divide within a community, especially in the black community. So what we were trying to do is bridge age gaps so that we first can take care of our community and then we can talk about race divides once we unify. So that's what I believe that the um, that the listener is trying to get us to understand why are we focusing on age gaps when we still have race divides. Well, you have to do like the old saying, you have to clean up your own back porch before you can start doing it in other things. So I believe that the age gap, bridging the age gap, uh, it should be first before we can start talking about bridging race gaps. So that's basically what my answer would be toward this listener uh, about the uh, difference between the age gap and race gaps. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty open um, to the question at hand. I think it just kind of depends on where you're at in life, uh, bridging the age gap or race gap. I think more um, when we're talking about bridging the age gap, we're more talking about like within the black community. Yes. Um, and so when it goes to race, that's like a whole nother different topic. It is. Um, and so more of what we were talking about last week was bridging the gap between our youth and our older generation for our older generation to understand the things that our youth are going through now. Yes. Now, I don't disagree that we should 
bridge the race divide but that's gonna take a little bit more time and that doesn't really that has to play on both parts not just um the black community but that has to play on any other race that i would per se have a problem with black people which is pretty much all of them um (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah race divide it's a different it's a different divide you know when we're talking about bridging the gap between older and younger that can go across any uh, uh, race that can be older, that can be white people, that can be Hispanic, that can be in the black community. Mm. So the age divide is more diverse than talking about the race divide. So that, to answer her question, I would say more of the the race divide um, uh, is more of a national or international uh, situation. The age divide can be something as as small as a household between a father and a son or a mother and a daughter, you know, being able to understand each other. But when you're talking about race divide, you're talking about a whole sector of people trying to come together uh, uh, and bridge a, uh, I mean, a really big, you know, age old gap. So I think it's a little bit different, but at the same time, uh, the age divide could be more personal than in, in, in a race divide. Right. I truly agree. So like I was saying um, last week, Jamaica, our topic was about bridging age gaps. Like, say, for instance, like, you know, you might have music, this music versus instead of maybe trying to listen to the music and figure out how they can um, say, for instance, if they have younger children. Right. And the younger children are listening to Moneybag, Yo, Lil Baby, Megan Thee Stallion. And, you know, the older parents are like, oh, my God, I can't take this music. And instead of maybe trying to figure out, like, how can I build a better relationship with my child based off of the way that uh, the world is evolving, and so that's kind of what uh, the last week's topic was about. So uh, do you feel any way about having to bridge age gaps? Do you think that it can be done or no? I agree. I totally believe that age gaps need to be closed. But it's funny that you use that reference in regards to music mm-hmm. and how they should like not judge and better understand. Exactly. I remember being a teenager myself and listening to all the West Coast music like Snoop and exactly. Dre. Right, right. But it'd be so funny because my dad's a real big music head. So we would bring out our CDs and he would bring out his. Right. And everything that we played, he had an older sample Uh, from where the actual rap artist got it from. Got it from. So So it was very interesting. He was kind of bridging. Yeah. Then not only that, my dad introduced me to R. Kelly and Donnell Jones and all these artists that now are 90s R&B classics. So you're be surprised that my niece she was born in 2000 she put up a status the other day about Keisha Cole and her new hairstyle and she's like it's giving me 2005 Keisha I said what you know about 2005 (laughs) Keisha you were five years old right exactly so The boomers, of course, mm-hmm. are not going to understand Generation Z, but the millennials will. Right. They will. right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And and they need to understand, though, right? That's exactly. basically what you're saying. And, and I like the way that your dad, like, he didn't just be like, oh, th- that's all they want to do is sample our old music. He yep. was like, yep. nah, I'm going to pull out the original at 
and try to, you know, build bridge the gap yeah. between your and, generation and, and everything his. recycles itself. Ooh, I just right. remember does, being in does. middle school mm-hmm. and on 70s day going in my mom's closet <laughs> and putting on her bell bottom. So everything Absolutely. recycles right now. The clothing is the 80s. I'm it an is. 80s baby. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And you seeing bell bottoms. I mean, hell, I was looking for some bell bottoms not too long ago. I still need a pair. So if anybody know where to get some from, I think know. the frustration <laughs> comes in with the older generation when it comes to uh, the millennials and mm-hmm. the Generation Z. Yeah. And just an experience for myself is that we've always been taught by our, their, our grandparents and their ancestors mm-hmm. and our parents told us, mm-hmm. go to school, get a degree. Mm-hmm. So they're not understanding that we're in the era of the entrepreneur. Yep. We're in the era of the hustler. Right, so, right, right, right. And they're not, they not vibing with that. No. They, have, they still have, I'm sorry to say this, but I say the slave mentality. Yep. Go yep. to work. Yep. Uh, you go to school. You get your degree. You mm-hmm. go to work. You work years. your job for 20, 30 years. And no. retire. And I'm the first of my siblings when I was like, I'm not doing that. My and parents didn't understand you like it. You crazy. But I don't go home asking for anything. So well, here's the let thing. me go with it. Well, here's right, the thing. Right. You, you, you have to be, you have to understand, first of all, both sides of the spectrum. People like my grandparents who was born in the 40s, they have the 40s mentality. Mm-hmm. So they don't really know anything better than what they was taught. So their number one thing is let me pass down what I was taught to my children, to my siblings, and, uh, and, and see how they react to it. But what my number one thing is, and I, and I had this discussion on last week, is this. What the principle of what they were raised on wasn't wrong. It's just have, have to have a new way of doing things. And an understanding. And an understanding on both ends. It's no understanding. There's no way to teach. Yeah. So, right. And, and my thing for it is, you know, they they do pass it down. And of course, you know, as we get older, we see ourselves doing a lot of things that our parents did. Yep. But we also see ourselves still doing a lot, changing a lot of things that they did. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the True Evolution Podcast. I am getting them to open up and understand, and understand absolutely. what we got going on yeah. now. Because this is what's going on. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, especially yeah. looking at the world and how COVID has taken over. And we were watching the news the other day and a, a guy was, um, an older man was on a Zoom call. And he had accidentally put the, the kitty. Cat. You see that? <laughs> That was crazy. He said, I'm not a cat. I'm not a cat. <laughs> I'm not a cat. But, but I'm he, here. I'm here. <laughs> and he could not figure out for his life how yep. to get that cat off of his face. That was crazy. And, and that goes to show, like, whether they want to evolve or not, they're going to have to. They ain't got no choice. They don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's which true. is a good thing. Which is, you know, when, when it's, when it's, when it's a, a, a must thing, you know, we have to. We have to sometimes release something in order to graduate. Mm-hmm, you know, right. we have to let 
who we want to be go so that we can move forward. And not only can we move forward, but we can have our children and the people around us to move forward. Because it ain't going to work if we don't want to release anything. So, exactly. Yeah. And I, I like the way that you said release, because speaking of releasing, we're back to talking about, you know, the topic that I said this week. Mm -hmm. And our topic is recovering from bad relationships. Bad. So that's a, a good transition to talk about release. Because, you know, you have to realize that in life, bad relationships are going to happen. Whether it's parent to child, uh, boyfriend or girlfriend relationships, just all type of different relationships. And in some way, it's going to take time, but we do have to learn to release and not keep those things from hindering us because it's life. And it may happen once and it could happen two or three more times. Absolutely. I mean, that's just the way life, life goes. Yep, yep. And um, like I said, so you have to learn to release those bad relationships. So let's go ahead and jump into the topic. Again, it's recovering from bad relationships. So Jamaica or Eric, uh, mm -hmm. what is the definition or both of you guys? What is the definition of a bad relationship and what does that look like to you? I don't necessarily see things as a bad relationship. Okay. I think it's based on perspective mm -hmm. because somebody is always going to be the villain in somebody's story, Absolutely. Right? whether it's you, whether mm -hmm. it's the other person, it's all about your perception and your takeaways from that particular relationship. Mm -hmm. Because whereas you're feeling like the victim, the other person can see you as a blessing in their life right. at that moment. Okay. Okay. At the end of the day, everything is always going to be a learning process. Mm -hmm. And I think that it turns into, in your mind, a bad relationship when the process prolongs further than the lesson needing to be learned if you just miss those red flags. Yeah, I believe that's that's definitely a, a key thing. But I think bad relationships is a relationship that gets you to alter yourself from your original self. Mm. And yeah. I think that's a toxic uh, 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 situation. Mm -hmm. You know, when when you have to uh, when you have to take who you are who your fundamental foundation is and totally change it now. It's, it's nothing wrong with, you know, you know, bending here and there just to make sure that the total relationship works. But when you have to alter, when you have to, ex when you have to uproot who you are, become somebody totally different outside of who you are to please another person. And that's and I've done some counseling before. And one thing I talked about was the difference between compromise and compatibility. Compromise is saying it's a win lose situation. It says I'm going to do something to make you happy, even though I'm going to necessarily I'm agree with it. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. a win lose. Mm -hmm. I think that compatibility is better. That says where I am weak, you are strong and we can work for the betterment of the relationship. But when you have to always find yourself compromising, that's when after a while you're going to get fed up and then it's going to turn into something bad instead of a learn. And that's why I said when you prolong past the lesson, yeah, 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 yeah then you start yeah, exactly. getting annoyed yeah, you with the person. Bad, then, yeah. right, yeah. 
beat him up or something. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> right. And whatever else goes yeah, whatever along else with goes that. Your mind. Exactly. Right. I mean, when I think of, of bad relationships, I remember someone saying, um, can it be bad if a person was raised on survival versus love? And mm. does that work? Can you build off of that? And the more that I like dissected, I was like, man, like, yeah, like that could definitely like cause a bad situation because a person that was raised on love, their whole principle is to think off of love versus thinking off of um, maybe reactions and things like that. They mm -hmm. may think to love the person, but the person that was raised off of survival, baby, they're going to do whatever they got to do, rather it's making you look bad or the other person look bad or whatever. They're going to do whatever they got to do to survive. So I think that's like a real good thing to talk about when you're in the talking stages or the beginning of the relationship, just having general conversation. Like, you know, do you feel like you was raised off of love or survival and how can you some way meet in the middle? Because I think if you were raised different principles, not saying that you can't meet in the middle, but at the same time, like, is it going to be able to work for you? Or do you feel like when something goes bad in the relationship, that person that was raised off survival, are they going to do whatever they got to do to survive? Rather that's adding it's, you in or not. Mm -hmm. It's going to do, they're going to do whatever it needs to be done to protect themselves. themselves. Exactly. And it, it moves from a selfish standpoint. That's right. It. Right. That right. It. Anybody <laughs> could preach to the choir, yeah. put me on the podium. <laughs> Pass the it collection becomes, now. It becomes selfish. And one thing, if you enter, and, and I'm going to tell you about this selfishness thing. This selfishness thing is a hard uh, weed in a relationship to pull out, especially when a person comes in with the weed, mm -hmm. you know, and you have to really be, you know, cognizant and you have to really look for these types of things. You know, like uh, a lot of relationships has a lot of stops. And what we tend to do mm -hmm. based on what we think and how we feel at that moment, we'll blow through the stop signs. The red flags start looking like six flags. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You thought the red was yeah, green. Absolutely. Baby, God told you to stop. Yeah, hold up. Did, you know what I'm saying? Pay attention to this. Yeah. You know, and then we don't do it. And then we end up in a wreck. And then mm -hmm. we, we want to, yeah, we do. Because I'm going to tell you, men, we, man, listen, for some reason, if you stick around us long enough, you are, we, we'll tell you without telling you who we are. Yeah. And you have to believe us. And you can't have this, um, I'm going to uh, change this person mentality or I'm going to make this person look a different way. You know, with men, it's hard, you know, and that's why I say it has to be a compatible relationship. It can't be a, a, a relationship built off compromise. And with men, like you really have to pay attention to what they say because they they telling you. They tell you who they are. And it's not the fact that you want to change a person. Man, you know, maybe you want to fine-tune them a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But when you give them the benefit, here comes, here comes the, the doubt. Here comes the doubt, baby. That's what it really boils down to. That's what it really Especially boils down to. Especially goes back to saying when you were raised on love, yeah. you see the good in people. Yeah. But right. that doesn't necessarily mean that they have self-love to Absolutely. see the good in themselves. In themselves. So all they see Preach is... She's too good for me. Mm -hmm. I'm this person. Yeah, yeah. And so they'll self-sabotage. They will. They will. I've seen it happen so many different times 
with a lot of different relationships where men will have that mentality and you know and and they are asked hey well what's 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 going on women are asking me and you know hey what's going on you know i just feel like you know i don't deserve you and mm-hmm. i'm like dude i'm holding you back yeah, you yeah, deserve better you, you know right i do yeah, yeah. thank you right yeah, yeah. leave but me alone is, <laughs> when they tell you that at what point when do you say you know what you show right, right. let yeah. me move around me move nah around. when you Keep in that. love it's no, what do you mean? <laughs> right. No, you're not holding me, me back. back. Well, 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 Can't well, nobody well. hold me back. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you, man. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm giving away a little bit of the man's secret. But me I too. Men, we are mental. Everything we do starts in the head. Women, different. To be honest with you, you know, according to statistics, what women do starts in the heart. It starts there the and then it moves to the, and, and, and I tell guys, I say, what you don't want to do is to get her to thinking. Mm-hmm. Once she starts thinking in her head, you're in trouble mm-hmm. because she's now moved from the heart to the head and in the head, anything can go down. And that's conversations that she's having <laughs> that you don't even know about. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you you know, don't get her away from who she is. You know, she, you know women can think. That's nothing. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the innate nature of a woman is emotional. The innate nature of a man is a drilling it. Mm. It's what's going on right now, you know, and it's they the deal with it. Them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, you know, when you understand the head or the brain or the mentality of the man, it'll help you either deal with him or not. Mm. You know, so I believe that's just one of the good things in determining what a bad relationship is and what that looks like. Right. And so speaking of like recovering, you know that you can recover from like bad parents. Oh, the yeah. child relationship Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. So what are the other different types of relationships that you can recover from? Like I said, you have parent to child. Any other relationships that you feel like you friends. guys can cover up? Sometimes friends. you have to learn that you grow apart. Mm-hmm. Right. As you grow, yeah, the core of your friend is still there, mm-hmm. but life situations happen Mm -hmm. people are just doing their best to just Mm adults and that may not include talking to you every day or them having the mental capacity even to take on your issues your drama when they're silently suffering with their their own own. Mm -hmm. and if they're the silent sufferer they're gonna step back from you because you haven't asked them hey how can I show up for you in this relationship so now there goes that perspective the silent sufferer is the bad friend because they haven't shared with you you where you have not given them opportunity to open up to you yeah. because you're always coming with your ish mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I agree because yeah. i am a silent sufferer mm-hmm. <laughs> so i i totally agree with that as well i i know that me personally i'm a silent sufferer so but see, it a lot may of guys, look like that i'm not a good friend but yeah. i got my own things going on <laughs> i might not call and talk to you because i'm trying to figure out in yep. my own mind how yep. to handle my own problems yep. mm-hmm. so it's like man when you call me now i got to hear your problems and i still got my own problems mm-hmm. in my head mm-hmm. and and that could get to be too much so it's not the fact that you don't want to be a good friend it's just 
I, I don't have the mental capacity to take on yours and mine right now. Yeah. And and you could be like, well, you didn't tell me you had anything going on. You didn't ask. You didn't me ask. Either. So mm -hmm. yep. you know. So you gotta be you gotta be very very careful when you, when you're dealing with friends. You know, uh, from the male perspective, friendship is different. Uh, it's diff. It's uh, depends on what you can do right now in in male relationships and they change male relationships can change you know i can be i can be down with you today and tomorrow something that i don't particularly deal with then me and you ain't cool until you do something that i am cool with. you know so with men when it comes to friends it's more it's more of you know you know what have you done for me lately type mm. of deal or mm. situation Interesting. you know and you know me and may talk and we may not you know but you know when we see each other it's cool but it's different when you're dealing with females you know there's a lot of thing, different things that play a part in female relationships and you know you have to be more understanding than anything because you know it can go either way it can go anyway right right Eric what other relationships you think you can recover from <clears throat> mentors and students uh, I've had a couple of mentors in my life throughout my uh, my business um, uh, mentorship, and some were good, some were bad. Uh, you got to be careful about people, and you got to. And I'm gonna tell you, this is a secret because you got to be careful of people who don't necessarily want you to do better than them. Mm, mm. Baby, I just posted something about that. Too. You got to be careful. Deep, Always mindful of that. About <laughs> they want to see you doing good. But they don't want to see you do it better than them. Mm -hmm. And I've had mentors mm -hmm. like that. I've, I've dealt with mentors to where it's like, you know, I'll give you some good pointers, but I'm not going to help you to succeed pretty much. And I'm like, man, and that's why that's are crazy. You even in that, like, why <clears throat> would you even be a mentor? Because your whole mo is to mentor somebody to better, to greatness. So why would you even be a mentor because if you don't want to see somebody? That's the difference. Than you? I have to explain to people sometimes the difference between being a, a wanting to be a boss mm -hmm. and being a leader. Okay. Anybody that's in a leadership position that goes out to mentor and teach other individuals, they didn't do their job and they know they didn't do their job unless they set you up for success. Absolutely. Right. A Absolutely. boss will sit there and watch you struggle while dictating, but because they're in this higher position, they mm -hmm. think that they're helping you. Mm -hmm. You're mm -hmm. not doing me a service if you're not telling me how to get on your level. Absolutely. You're holding another, me back. Absolutely. Job or something. And that's the reason why I don't work like a regular Nine daytime five. job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because I've had those type of situations mm -hmm. of being held back by people that I thought wanted to see me succeed, yeah. but did not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they'll watch you fail Struggle. or do the wrong yeah. thing. And they won't even say nothing. And it's like, I thought you were supposed to be mentoring me. And yeah. as soon yep. as the fire gets hot, guess mm -hmm. what? Yep. They throw you under they the bus. They throw you under. Yeah. And I've that's why in that. any that. company I've ever worked for, I never want to take on a leadership or manager, manager role because of the fact that if my employees mess up, then I... I'm an, I'm I'm going to be the one that gets looked at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and some people are just not should. mature enough mm -hmm. to have their teams back. Absolutely. You're a team player regardless. Right. Yes. right. And yep. I mean yep. that even goes into the classroom, you know, if I give a test and 51% of my students fail the test, who are they looking at? The teacher. So it's my job to go back and reteach that lesson so my students can go back, retake the test, and then do better because they are a reflection of me. Now, if 10% fail, baby, don't look at me. 
Don't don't have your parent contacting me talking about some old. Can my student retake the test? No, 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 no. Only ten percent failed. I'm sorry. That means Joe's child wasn't looking. So they have to learn to also take accountability. But Absolutely. when majority of your team fails, then you look at the leader. And as the leader, you restructure the lesson and give it again to make sure that your team succeeds. Absolutely. I talked about uh, good leadership uh, in one of our first podcasts. And one of the things that I explained is that you have to be able to reinvent yourself. You have to be able as a leader to reinvent yourself. That means is that you know that as time progresses, your time is winding down. You need to be able to reinvent yourself to someone coming so that you can live after you die. And that's the biggest thing. You know, people are so intimidated by the younger generation until they don't even want to reinvent themselves with them. And that's a bad thing in leadership. Right, 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 right. I love seeing the younger generation be hustlers. These young girls with their stores and their videos and their YouTube. (laughs) I'm like, I wish all of this was afforded to us. I I wish we had these opportunities. We're kind of late in the game, but we're on it. Because like you said, we were raised in that go to college, mm-hmm. get a job, work for twenty years, and and these these kids ain't raised. And in I didn't that, break out so of that jealous. mentality until I was thirty. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. And then it's like, like you said, then people are looking at you like, what's wrong? And that's with after you? I got a master's degree that I realized. <laughs> I'm like, look, this is too Absolutely. much. It's too much. Absolutely. I'm not dealing with this. I'm not I'm not slaving for somebody every day because. These jobs, they they know that you quote unquote need them, so they feel like they can just treat you like however. And yep. then don't be a great employee. Well, yeah, no, my trigger point it. was when you told me I was only worth this amount of money a mm. day. Mm. Yeah, you don't cap me at what I'm exactly. worth. Exactly, I'm yep. trying to do what it what it is to be done. And and my trigger point for me was when my sister passed and I was overseas and. It takes a day and a half just to travel back to America, and they only gave me 10 days, which means three and a half of my days were traveled as to get to the States and then get back. And then these mofos had the nerve to call me (laughs) and ask me, can I come back early? Huh? Did you not realize that I just had a death in the family and you got the nerve to ask me, can I come back early? Yep. You know, so yep. so that was You'd the be lucky point if I come me. back at all. And that's what I told him. I said, y'all better get off my email right now or I won't show back up at yeah. all. I yep. can guarantee Absolutely. you I didn't get another email. Absolutely. <laughs> they had your job posted tomorrow if and you they today. Baby, and I'm not about to stress yep. for nobody's Nobody. job to cap me at what I need to I'll make. stress for myself, Hello. but not Absolutely. for your company. I'll work 500 hours for myself mm-hmm. before I work your little 40. Yeah, exactly. So, so let me ask a question. Does emotional and mental health uh, play a big part in relationships? What do y'all think? Does yes. a person's mental and emotional healthiness play a part in relationships? What do you think? I believe they coincide because mm-hmm. somebody can play on your emotions that are to make you crazy. Mm-hmm. Now yep. you a mental patient because <laughs> somebody <laughs> been manipulating and then, and that they way. Because they, well, they play on your emotions. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, to where you start to think that you're crazy, that you're crazy. based Absolutely. off of the way that they kind of come at you exactly. with things. Right. Yeah. Right. So, right. so how do you identify people who have uh, emotional instability? How do you, how do, when you see certain things, what are certain traits of emotional instability? 
it's hard because I don't tend to think that I'm just such a vulnerable person. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I have been played emotionally to where you they make you become vulnerable because of the simple fact that they want you to be because you're not necessarily that individual. Uh So they're pretty much mind screwing you (laughs) to be emotional, more emotional Mm -hmm. when it was unnecessary. Either take me as I am or leave me alone. Absolutely. Absolutely. And some people manipulate, you know, uh, uh, into manipulations. They want to break down your strengths Mm -hmm. so that they can have some sort of control over you. And whenever you, whenever you give in to that from an emotional side, that lets that ought to let you know that at that point this person is not necessarily emotion, emotionally stable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you know relationships is not a win lose situation. Exactly. Whenever Wins there is a win lose mm-hmm. situation in a relationship, you are in a bad relationship. Hello. So you have to look at it. If your partner don't want to see you succeed as much as they succeed, that's a problem. Then it's a problem because a y'all really should be working. Together, together for the betterment sure. of each other. I period. was in a I was in a marriage like that actually where it was a competition. It was when I get something, if you don't get anything, you're mad. Or it, you know, I mean, it, it was always a competition. I had to one up me and do this, and I had to you know. So I was in it, a relationship like that, yeah. I felt like he could not. St- Stands me yeah, after when, a while. Absolutely. I'd come home bragging about something and yep. it'd just be a, oh, that's cool. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah. And, and you would expect or you would hope that you could come home and brag to your significant other sure. and about they, your accomplishments. They're like your biggest fan. Sure. Cheerleader. Yep. Right. Yep. No, yep. it was just mm-hmm. like, I tell you something great or something great would happen to me and you just hated me. Yeah. And, yeah. and to the, at that, that point, bad. you're like, I don't even want to tell you nothing. So if you can't talk to your significant other, about your achievements it's that's hard it's, yeah that's it's hard. pretty much especially when you're the type of person that you want to see people win especially yeah. the type of person you're yeah. like oh you need this to succeed Absolutely. how can i help how you can I help how you? can i help you get yep. to where you're trying to go exactly yep. Yep. But when, even if it's not it. their their dream it yep. doesn't matter it because matter. it's your dream yep. and they can tell and that you're passionate that you're about passionate that about oh yeah so exactly. it should go both ways mm-hmm. when that person comes in your man from females he comes in and he's like babe i got the job yep. you better be jumping off the walls yep. even okay. if you like that's good yep. you don't need to know that you feel like oh that's good yep. you yep. better be turning flips in here and partying and celebrating with twerking them twerking or something right. <laughs> make a state exactly <laughs> and, and, and not no you. alfredo <laughs> <laughs> okay Bree. Oh, my bad i feel attacked <laughs> You gonna eat this Alfredo and hush? That's good. See, look, look, look. But it's crazy because, and I'm gonna say, I'm make a statement. You know, if if uh, from a man's perspective, if his significant other, a woman or wife or whoever she is to him, is not a cheerleader, you know, break it down the strip club can really be a cheerleader. <laughs> okay, so what happens for a woman okay. yeah. when okay, her man is not a cheerleader? Same thing. It, it, it can it can deter the woman from even coming to him. So and then before you know to... it, before you know it, Bob at the job. Okay, okay. there we go. Okay, That's what I'm looking for. Right. Yeah. You, 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 you like your boat leg? And, right. and then before you know it, your woman come home and she don't say nothing to you. Yeah. Now you got to worry about the silence yeah. because that's a problem. And when we get silent, 
silent. You gotta be careful. I always say, don't worry about when I care. Worry about when When I I don't. don't. Right. And the don't is when we get quiet. And then now you scraping trying to figure out what's wrong. What's wrong? Don't even worry about it. When I was quote unquote nagging you, it was a problem. Now I'm quiet and it's a problem. What do you want from me? What do you want? What do you want? Don't know. Exactly. Right. Right, so the next right. question I want to really bring up, and I think this is a very uh, uh, powerful question, is does TV, social media, movies have a big effect on how people view relationships? At what do this you think? point, yes. Oh, okay. God, yes. Okay. Because you have so many people watching men buying Birkin bags. <laughs> they on private jets. Yep. They yep. are at the Del Frisco. Right. and Mastro's mm. and all these places. Your man like, and you looking at your regular degular <laughs> and you questioning like, dang, do I can't even me? get a Michael Kors? <laughs> What's going on here, sir? You really do. I agree. I so agree. That's like, crazy. Like, especially if you're looking at like you know, basketball wives or, or love and hip hop, they're all tainted. I remember in my master's program doing my um my um dissertation yeah what is it called dissertation yeah. in masters? for masters yeah. okay so i'm doing that and um my topic was does um reality tv play an influence on the african-american woman and i just broke it down to the african-american woman because i know that it's a it's a lot of both races and all races on tv but we see a lot of that on on our TVs, and and we sit up and watch it. I'm guilty of it. I I don't even call a reality TV no more. I'm just like, listen, it's it's the drama, but I like it. Like, and I know that I probably shouldn't watch it, and we say that it doesn't taint us, but these are the things that we're watching every day. Absolutely. And so if we're watching these things, our mind is seeing mm. it. Um, I mean, our eyes are seeing it. Our mind is taking into account of what's going on. And we're like, well, dang, we want to get on private jets too. Like, what's wrong with my man? And now we're like, okay, well, we need to leave this little regular degular. And now we looking for uh, the NBA players. The scammers. The scammers. That's what <laughs> the they drug dealers. The rappers. Right. We're looking for all of that because we know that their money comes fast. And because their money comes fast. They're more generous with we it. We know they're going to come off of it mm-hmm. and so that's what we look at and we look for these people but but what we don't see is them crying themselves to sleep every night yeah so how does that i i, I mean that's interesting that you say that that uh it, it comes fast is it is it is it that that the relationship is based off of that or is it based off of something else and you're just trying to fulfill a void. What is, I mean, you know, when, when it comes to that type of. I don't really think a lot of them are. Well, first, when you see these relationships with these type of individuals, mm-hmm. they you don't know, really last very long. And you know that that homegirl wouldn't have looked at Buddy two times or three times if he was a regular degla on the street. Well, the thing about it is, as they say, the more successful a man gets, the more his options increase. Yeah. Yeah. The more successful a woman yeah. gets, ours decrease yeah. because yeah, you're agree. not really going to find a whole lot of guys on our level as far as education financially just to match you mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. at what point do we have to settle because mm-hmm. we can't find somebody i'd rather be happy alone than to be happy settled with somebody just to right. say that i have somebody right. yeah, I agree exactly. with that. I and agree try with that. to i guess try to get that median of 
being happy and still getting the desires of your heart or the things that you want as well. So, so yes, it does. It plays a, a huge I effect. I think also from like, I don't know, but from women, us regular, regular girls mm-hmm. looking at it from a, from a man's perspective, mm-hmm. we see these buildy body bear girls. But they swear, but they, they swear I will never like a girl that's half naked. But then that's all the pictures that you're liking. Those are the girls that you desire. Those are the girls that you fantasize over. So, so you can't now, get mad at us right. for wanting you to step up. If you want us to be picture perfect. Right. Yeah, and, or yeah, then yeah. we feel like that we got to go get the fake bread and the fake Jeez. buns and because this is what quote unquote the men are liking or they're they're lusting over but then the talks in the barbershop is they want a regular degla well you you, you had her and guess what different signs. you didn't appreciate her because you went down to becky at the strip club the strip to stroke club. your ego right right, right, <laughs> yeah. and, right, here right. and here we are and here we are and here we are exactly so yeah exactly. That's, that's that's crazy you know and, and it got it got to be about what you're looking for i believe nowadays you know you know, you, you, you got to look for the scammers, as you would say, because people will say one thing and be something totally different. Totally different. And then me, I'm t- I got one. I got one perspective. I'm going to wait you out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to let time tell me exactly who you are. And then I'll make a decision from that point. But a lot of people, uh, they, they get overly excited about what they see, what they are being, re- what they are receiving. And then it becomes based on that. And not necessarily based on me being with a person genuinely. And it kind of goes to the thing is, you know, you're going to cry in a Bentley or you're going to cry in a Honda. You know what I mean? True. Like, true. You're doing a but I feel, like, I feel like a lot of times people can also fall in love with the idea of a person and Most not their reality. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, right. I totally agree with that's that. True. I totally agree with but that. But I would rather cry in a Bentley. I know. <laughs> me too. I'm sorry. If my name is on it. That's yeah, that too. Man. So I know yeah. it's mine. Okay. Drive off it. Drive off it. That's what. See, that's six. So that's this, this is part. <laughs> hey, this is part one. Now, mind you, there's part two. You know, and we're gonna talk about these expensive gifts and things of that nature. You know, we can. That's, I'm not that's gonna another tell you discussion. No. <laughs> I ain't gonna tell you no. I may not have my thank hands you. out, <laughs> right? Yeah. But if you offer, I am gonna tell you thank you. No, okay, you might get a little some extra on the side. Wow, you might not even get nothing extra. Thank <laughs> you. Get out my face. Right, that's that's what it is. Hey, man, I hope y'all hear this, man, because I'm going to tell you right now. Don't nowadays, judge me. Nowadays, we don't stand a chance. You know, For all you good brothers out there who genuine, you don't stand a chance unless your pockets is heavy. Well, and that goes to the to the another meme. Y'all know I'm always talking about memes. I need to stay off social media. But <laughs> that goes to another meme that it said, men are not genuinely loved unless it's what they have to offer if they have a pocket full of money and my thing with that is you know that's who they look for when Keisha was with you while you were shooting in the gym now Keisha not important Keisha was with you when you didn't have nothing she bought your basketballs come on now that you a professional you looking for as 50 cents say the, the ones off the boat what you think they want? That's crazy. They don't want you. They want what you got in your pocket. So it's it's crazy that that men are like, oh, uh, 
they don't want nothing but money. But baby, when you flash it, which what else you expect? Yep. You come to me wiping your forehead with your money, baby. Yep. Let's see how long it is. I already. <laughs> yeah, I got <laughs> what can you do for me? And it makes it hard for the real women that are not impressed by your money because she got her own. So she's not stroking your ego. So you don't want her either. Right, right. So it's hard out here. It's hard. It's hard in these streets. It's hard. But they say we're not chasing the rich men. We becoming them. Hello. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) So now listen. Now, I know you all been seeing the news. I know you all been seeing this story. We're in our hot or not segment right now. And I'm going to tell you, I got a lot of things to say about this particular situation. <laughs> Women, read the labels on your hairspray. No, it didn't have no label. The girl said it. Okay, okay. Before we, get into about. It, before we get into it, let's explain to everybody what we're talking about. Right. I know everybody has seen on TV, on the news, about the girl who used Gorilla Glue for hairspray. And now, and, and, and they got an update. Like, as of today, they did surgery on her hair and to free up her hair from all the hair glue that she put in it. I, I, I mean, where does common sense start? I just want to know what this is all about. Well, let's just start off that her GoFundMe is at 20000 right Unbelievable. now. I've seen that on the way <laughs> to do the podcast that her GoFundMe is up to 20000 even though that doctor did her uh, surgery for free because he felt sorry for her. But back to what you said, I mean, it didn't say it on the label that you don't put in your hair. I mean, but... It's a lot of things that don't necessarily say it on the label, and we know not to do it. She's seen adhesive, and, and I, like the girl said, she put it on there. She was planning on washing it out when she got home. I personally wouldn't have done it. I don't even think if I saw it, I still would have used it, but that's just me. I feel like a lot of Did people don't have confidence. Did she confuse it with Gorilla Snot? What so is that? Gorilla, is gorilla Snot, snot. is... I have some in the bathroom. Because Gorilla <laughs> Snot is an edge control and right. it's supposed to help sleek your hair like the spikes and yes. like for short pixie cuts or if you're just doing like slicking up a ponytail. Yeah. So I'm wondering if even that's what little, she confused little, it uh, with. The little, the, even more uh, Caucasians, you know. That's why I said the spikes it, and right, everything. With the spikes in their hair, the little boys, <sighs> they want to spike their hair so they use the Gorilla Snot. Nah. So, I mean, on the front of the can that she showed, it specifically said glue. No, G-L-U-E. it does not. No, it don't. It say adhesive spray. Oh, That's what it says. The name of the bottle or the name of the company that makes the adhesive spray is Gorilla Glue. Absolutely. But it didn't say Gorilla Glue on the front. That is in the logo, baby. Yeah, it's in, in the, the logo. logo. Yes, yes. Now listen, it said adhesive spray. Oh my god! So I'm thinking that she's thinking like the gots to be glued. You know about mm-hmm. the gots to be glued, oh, right, yeah. Jamaica? I didn't think so about that. I'm thinking that she's thinking like that because it still is a type of adhesive spray, and it's th- for holding down your wig. It, it holds down your your wig edges, or even if you want to sleek up your ponytail and you want it to be nice and sleek, you throw that on there. You know, I'm sorry, Eric, you want to sit this one out just a little bit because see, you don't really know the difference of all the gots to bees and the snots and the uh, whatever else the we got out controls. here slicking up. 
do you really i want to ask my audience do you really believe do you buy this whole situation from the beginning because i mean we can give a whole bunch of excuses right. but at the end of the day i mean come on i it don't believe you e on the front i don't believe she genuinely intentionally would have done that had she known the outcome was going to be all okay. of this now watch this dude. because you can't reverse that she's okay. lucky it was able to be now watch right. this here's the deal if that wasn't the case, if I cut my hand accidentally, I'm not going to go on social media and say, hey, I cut my hand all the way to the bone. What should I do? Well, what the girl That's said a publicity was, stunt but, to you, me. but listen, listen, the girl said that that had been in her hair for two months. She had been trying to get it out. She finally went to social media, what, last week and was like, Man, maybe social media can help me. Me personally, I wouldn't know into social media yeah. because I know again, like I said, I'm one of those silent sufferers. Yeah. So I'd have been googling and whatever else and figuring Absolutely. out who I could talk to. But some people aren't like that. Some people jump on social media crying. I would never go on live crying yeah. if I'm in. If I'm crying, it's not y'all business. But some people are like that. But again. She had been suffering from this for two months. So she didn't do it and then jump right on social media. She did it. And then after she could not get it out, she figured she would go to social media. So I'd have been too embarrassed. Yeah, so embarrassed, exactly, baby. So embarrassed. Exactly. That's <laughs> my point. Now, but some you, people, like huh. I said, some people aren't like that. They like the you, attention. Look at the video. I'm just I just want to analyze the video. This chick got on social media. She had lashes on. She had makeup. I mean, she dressed up. I mean, I, I mean, mean if you come gonna be on. on camera, you might as well look oh, good. Oh, your hair already jacked up. You might as well have a beat face. Wow. So it look good. Come okay. On. You already got glue in your hair. You, you might as well have some decency to you. I feel right. Everybody you, don't think you're a full total crazy. Man, I mean, which, this is a. I, I, I can't. I can't go away from saying that this is a publicity stunt. I believe she was just trying to get the attention. I believe who, she, that, who attention was. She I can tell to you one she, thing's she, for she certain. She accomplished her goal. I can guarantee no, you that. that Twenty thousand. Huh? <laughs> one thing's for certain, and two things for sure. sure uh -huh. Black women don't play about their hair. That wasn't no publicity stunt. <sighs> there you have it. You right about that. We don't do no plan about that. We do not play about our hair. You know you hair. can attest to that, Eric. Uh, is that the uh, truth uh, or not? If our hair is not done right, we feel ugly. We could have the baddest outfit on, but if your hair is not done. You not leaving the house. I got four words for you. Oh, Lord. G-L-U-E. <laughs> that ain't even four words. Four letters. See, you're trying to That's be smart. That's all I can say. <laughs> I mean, come on. And this ain't, this what no teenager. Man, this, this woman there. Yeah. All right, all right. I mean, we can agree to disagree. I think this is this is this woman is crazy out of her mind for this foolishness that she got on TV with, and it makes. And I'm gonna tell you this, and this is my opinion. It makes the black community look horrible. Man, you know how many period Caucasians do some very. They stormed the White House earlier. I know, but but you see how quick it it boiled over and that was gone. You know, I mean, hell, they. They yeah, walk in movie theaters it. and shoot up. If this is the worst and... that happened in the black community, she did very well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's so many other things that could have embarrassed us. That, 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 this yeah. is the least of my worries. I agree. I agree. Girl, All no, I'm no. saying is that All we I'm gonna say is... you know, we, we can't keep exposing ourselves 
on every end when it comes down to certain things. I mean, certain things I believe need to be left behind closed doors. That's just how I feel, especially this situation. I believe she should have just went on YouTube, uh, 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 found a, a doctor or whatever she had to do to get it out of her hair and, and, and suffer by yourself. She That publicity did help her get it out for free, oh, so good. something well, worked. Well, something did work. Uh, and and all I'm going to say is, uh, if you see me outside with my hair slicked up, if you are not of the black race, or black isn't a race, sorry, but if you're not a black person, you better not come to me asking me, do I got gorilla glue in my hair? Because <laughs> it's going to be a problem. Because you know they'll try to play us, you know. So how you get that to slick up like that? You got gorilla glue in your hair? Uh, Becky, oh, Sally? You better now, get away from me. But see, but, but see okay. this, here's my thing. This is no different from back in the day when the when the when the big butts came out and they come to find out they was using a fixer flat. Oh God. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, come, I mean, you yeah. remember that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I mean, that's because everybody just needed a big butt because well, that easy. was the thing that was being fix, glorified. Fix a flat. Yeah. You're not mm-hmm. hearing me. Not this hearing. stuff is yeah. toxic. Yeah. And, you, uh, and t- so that you can I look good. Argue. I can't. That's that that I can't argue with it. That's exactly. just stupidity. That's, that's crazy. Hair glue, with gorilla glue. It's kind of yeah. like a eh. Yeah, but because we use glue, tomato, tomato, but fix the flat. That goes straight into it. Come on, like. Cut it out. So, viewers, you know, with our Hot or Not segment every week, you know what to do. Hit us up on the email. Let us know. I mean, send a comment under YouTube. If you with Eric and you think that she was trying to get a publicity stuff, get a a GoFundMe account popping, let us know. If you with, you know, the ladies and we got an understanding a little bit. Of why she might have done it. Let us know. Holler at us. You know, for our next segment next week, we're going to talk about it. We're going to put it in the question. We're going to talk about, you know, what you think and your views and different things like that. So, you know where to hit us up. As always, it's at TRU Evolution 21 at gmail.com. That's True Evolution 21 at gmail.com. So make sure you all hit us up so we can pull this for next week. And when you go on YouTube and watch our videos, hit the like and subscribe button. Yeah. Let us know that you're gonna uh, that you like what we're doing, so that we can continue this segment. Right, exactly, exactly. So as we come to a close, we sure thank our first guest. Yes, Yay. thanks for having me. This Absolutely. was a, this was fun, it was informative. Fun. Good, yes. good, good. Yes. We're so happy that you like this. So Jamaica, let the people know what you got going on and where they can contact you. At. Well, my name is Jamaica, and as you mentioned before. I am the owner of Perfectly Unique Boutique, which is shopperfectlyunique.com online. And you can also follow me on Instagram. My personal page is Miss Leanne, which is M-S underscore L-E-A-N-N. And if you'd like to shop the store, it's at Shop Perfectly Unique on Instagram and Facebook. There it is. There it is. There, there it, it is. is. Thank you again, Jamaica, for tuning in. Absolutely. So thanks for having me. You're Absolutely. so welcome. So again, like we said, our series this of this month is recovering from. So next week we'll have something else that we'll be recovering Absolutely. from. So y'all tune in so that we can get you all up to date on some of the things that's going to help you recover. Right. Again, you know where to find us at. Yep. And I am the Bree Harris. You know, you can find me on Instagram at the Bree Harris. 
Facebook at Bree Harris. And don't forget, book your mats and mimosas parties. Absolutely. Handcraftedmats.com. That's it. That's it. And you can always find me. I'm the infamous Eric Watts, other words known as E. Whitey. So y'all just hit me up. Let me know on Twitter, YouTube, uh, Facebook, all of the handles. All right. And again, thank you for tuning in. Until next time, peace and love. Peace and love.